Welcome to Chasing Nichols with your host, Alan Schoenberger. Chasing Nichols is the podcast that helps business owners focus on actions that will have the greatest impact on their business. Now, here's your host, Alan Schoenberger. A hybrid work environment is here to stay. Yes, there are certainly some businesses that have to have their employees in person all the time. Many people who work in healthcare, brick and mortar retail. Uh, but the reality is for most businesses today, uh, it looks like a hybrid workforce is here to stay, meaning not everyone is going to be physically in the office 100% of the time, nor is the entire workforce going to be remote 100% of the time? For most of us, it's going to be a combination of, a, of the two. And depending on your industry or the particulars of your business, the percentages of which may differ. But certainly, it's something we need to become accustomed to. So how can we, as business owners, make sure that our employees are not being affected in a negative way and we're still attracting the, the best and the brightest to our business? Today is part one of a series on ways we as business owners can make sure that we're getting the most out of a hybrid work environment. And there's so many different ways. I don't want to share too much in any one particular podcast so that we can focus on uh, just a few today. I'm going to highlight three that I think are absolutely necessary when it comes to managing a hybrid work environment effectively. And the first one is communication. I, I, you know, clear communication is important in any business, whether it's 100% in-person, 100% remote, or as most businesses are, a hybrid. So of course, you want to encourage open communication with all your employees so that you're creating a culture where every employee feels comfortable sharing their ideas, concerns, feedback, whether it's positive, negative, constructive feedback, you want them to be able to feel comfortable that they can share that feedback without any negative repercussions. And I think it's also important that you are utilizing different channels to communicate to your employees. And it's going to depend on the type of communication, how complicated the topic is that you're sharing. But of course, you want to use a combination of you know email, texting, uh, talking on the phone, face-to-face -face meetings, both virtual or in person. And I would say particularly be care careful in emails and text with tone. I know I have been guilty of this myself in the past on both ends. You know, I'm typing out an email and I have a certain tone in my head that I'm trying to communicate, but the reality is uh, the words I'm using may not be uh, synchronous with that particular tone. Uh, and I've also been guilty, like I said, on the other end of reading uh, an email or a text and kind of interpreting it in a certain way that the sender did not mean. Be really careful with tone in messages that are not uh, verbal or in person. I think it's also important that you keep track of everything that's being communicated, so make sure it's all written down somewhere. Uh, 
And also, like I'm doing today, sometimes it's important if there's multiple things you need to communicate, uh, but they're, you know, it's either a dense topic or there's just so much to communicate, you might want to break that up into several different communications. So keep it to you know, one topic at a time, maybe two. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do today is just keeping it down to, to three things that you need to do to manage a, a hybrid work environment, even though there's way more than three things. And that brings me to number two. The second thing is making sure all your employees have the necessary technology to do their job, whether they're in person or remote. I think that one's kind of obvious, but you also need to start thinking about if your workforce is going to be hybrid. Uh, When employees are in the office, they may not necessarily need a dedicated desk or workspace since they're not in the office five days a week. So you may want to kind of think about a a hoteling model, uh, which I know a lot of companies are doing, where the desks are reserved on the days that they need it, and it's not necessarily one person's desk. It can be any person's desk. And then you just need some kind of a a reservation system to reserve a particular desk on a particular day or time. And you also need to think about that in terms of other spaces within the office. If you have an open work environment where it's just cubes and nobody has a dedicated office, you still may want to have what I'll call a Uh, almost like a phone booth where it's a very small room that employees can go to have some uh, level of privacy if they need to have a conversation that somebody's remote, whether it's another employee or or a client. So that's the external noise from around the office are kind of kept out. And I would say the same thing for the conference room. There are some smart cameras out there now that kind of can circle and revolve around the room so that no matter uh, how big of a crowd you have physically in the conference room, those that are communicating remotely can see everyone and everything that's going on at the same time. And the third and final one for today is making sure everyone has an equal opportunity to be recognized and promoted regardless of how often they're in the office. I think this is probably one of the biggest concerns that employees have in, in a you know in a remote or hybrid environment is that if they're not seen they're going to be forgotten about and uh, it's going to affect their uh, promotion opportunities and opportunities maybe to, to work on a key account or, or just an, any opportunity that could be out there that they might not get to because they're not in the office as much as they were. And I know I have a friend of mine that is now working remote uh, 80% of the time, and he tries to make sure that the one or two days he's in the office is also the same day that his supervisor is in the office. So you want to try and eliminate uh, what I call proximity bias, if that's possible, which is basically if uh, you're not seen or heard on a regular basis, you you go by the wayside and you're not thought about. And I think it's also important as uh, business owners or or make sure your, your senior leaders in your company are good role models so that they're working hybrid too, because if they're in the office all the time, 
and you've got other employees that are reporting to them that are working, you know, a hybrid model, there may be that guilt factor that, oh, my boss is in all the time. I need to be in more than I really need to be uh, because if I don't, I'm not going to be setting a good example and uh, I'm going to be forgotten about. And, I, and again, check in regularly with, the, with, the, with all your employees, regardless of how often they are in the office, and do some of those check-ins remote. Don't just save them for the in-person, although I think those are just as important. That's all I've got for today. Like I said, this is going to be a multi-part uh, topic. I just wanted to cover three of them today. As always, if you've got comments, questions, any kind of feedback, I'd love to hear them. And you can reach out to me on ChasingNicholsPodcast.com. The information contained in this podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for legal, commercial, and or financial advice from a licensed professional review. 